Blog Talk Radio. Titus, Brother Titus Israel, 
behalf of Yagda Judah, one of the up-and-coming teachers out of Camp 1. Let's see if we meet him and greet him about that. B.J. F.C. Wright. Yaqua, bless you there. See you. Israel, of Seed Royal. Hallelujah, Yaqua. Hallelujah, Yaqua, there, young lion. Uh, young lion, do you have your better hat with you there, young lion? Yeah, she's with me. She's with me, Hallelujah. All right, the better half is with you. Well, it, well, well, it's all about it. If you got a better hat, that's just the way it's supposed to be. I mean, that's scripture-wise. Scripture-wise, because, um, because it makes a final statement of young lining. And 2.16 and 17, before we get to Luke 12, 12, I mean, I mean, then give me um, Romans 12, 1, 2, and 3. So what do it say is in Genesis 2, 16, and 17 there, young lions? Help those see out before we get up to Luke 12, 12. So we asked the question, you got the better ad with you. He said, hallelujah. Well, I mean, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was the word I was going to hear, just one word. And alone, hallelujah. Well, that's it. Y'all, y'all, one thing about it, he ain't gonna break his word. 
All we gotta do is come back to his word and that's and that's the game changer right there. So those are six and nine accounts, we gotta understand one thing. We bundle all around because one thing Yahweh can't break, it's the Father's word. Father gave him a book in Revelation chapter five. And what was written in that Bible, it was sealed. So all he had done all he done was read his part and and applied his part. So that's the same thing we gotta do. You know you talking about it. What's written in the Bible is going to stand. That's it. 12, 1, 2, and 3 says what? The book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1, 2, and 3. Romans, chapter 12, verse 1. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of Yahweh, that you present your body a living sacrifice, righteous, acceptable unto Yahweh, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, and be you transformed. By the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of Yahweh. Verse 3 For I say, through the mercy given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more than highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as Yahweh had dealt to every man the measure of faith. Ah, uh, so. So when, when we ask the question, you better have it with you. Some brother might say, yeah, in, in spirit. No, her body's supposed to be with you. Her body's supposed to be with you. Before being a, when you move your elbow, you'll see that, that body. You'll feel that body right next to you. And that's when you're working with something. That's when we know you're working with something. Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. Let's see what's going on there, young man. The book of Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit to teach you at the same hour what you ought to say. Hey, in that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. And that's what it's all about. The righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. Now, when Yahweh Son came in the flesh, that young lion, what he says in Matthew 4, verse 4? Matthew 4, verse 4. What he said in Matthew 4, verse 4? We're going to the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 4 reads. But he answered and said, It is written, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Yahweh. That's it. Man live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of Yahweh. So when we read 2.15 through 19, that's what man live. So that's it. So man live by the foundation of the creation of human beings, he created a man, then he created a woman to be a help me to her. So the highest position a woman can get is a help me to the man. That's the highest you can get. That's it. That's not what I'm doing. So now Sister Judas, how he supposed to respond there by saying, Sister Judas, just why be there C Ray. Hallelujah, 
Hallelujah. I find that sound very, very low. You're very low there. Uh, the microphone wasn't close enough for you. you very low. Microphone wasn't close enough. But 118.23, 118.23 should tell us something there, uh, Sister Judy. Find out what we just found out. Then 118.23 should tell us something. And what do we tell us in 118.23, Sister Judy? Oh, chapter, chapter 118, verse 23 reads, This is the Yahweh's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. You see that? So when Genesis 2, 15 to 19 was put in order, according to that verse 118, 23, who doing was that uh, the who was behind all of that? And according to 118.23, can you help those say, uh, who was behind all that uh, 215 through 19? According to verse, uh, according to verse 118.23. Genesis chapter 2, verses 15 to 19. Uh, no, we read already. No, I said we already read two fifteen through nineteen. So we 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 see we heard we see that that foundation. Then we went to one eighteen two and three to look at it real carefully. According to one eighteen twenty three, when we look back at two fifteen through nineteen, who doing was it? According to one eighteen twenty three. This is the this is the Yahweh's doing. So you telling me you telling me one fifteen down to the eighteen is is who doing? Yahweh's. So that's the end of it. That's that's the bottom line. That's the end of it. So what we got to understand that that's the end of things. When when if if these Thessalonic camps, which we clear is going to be the leader of this movement, but we got to make sure we clear about these things. We must lead by example. If we got a better ass, we got to make sure we understand because the numbers. Young couples, it's on the way. That's why the land, school, banquet hall, radio station, all that is in the making. But we know one thing. When it jump off, we must be in awe. That's why Paul made a foul statement after Sister Judy. He said something in Colossians 2.15. What did Paul say when Paul was sent to a northern kingdom? He made a profound statement as Sister Judith in 215, I mean, 2 verse 5. We're going to analyze 2 verse 5. What is that we can read in 2 verse 5? Colossians 2 verse 5. Hmm. Colossians chapter 2 verse 5. Verse 5 reads, For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, join, join. join and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Yahweh the Son. Oh, although 
You can be absent in the spirit. But the overseer watches everything from the spirit of this book. And what that spirit we watch is saying to us, Sister Judas, in Proverbs 1.23, what spirit do those seer watches everything? He got his eye on all six anointed counts. He watched them real carefully according to Proverbs 1.23. How do you watch them that we can read, Sister Judas? Proverbs chapter 1, verse 23 reads, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. We watch it all six counts through the word. We watch them through the, the spirit. We watch them through the word, and we, and we behold him. Now, come back to uh, Young Lion. Now, Young Lion. Yes, come sir. Come back to Colossians 5. Yeah, hallelujah, Quah, be better. Hallelujah, Quah, be better. Uh, Colossians 2, verse 5. How is the seal, the old seer is watching things according to 2, verse 5. What is, what is he beholding? Joy and beholding what? What is the old seer is watching real carefully? What is he watching? The old seer. What is you watching there, young lion, according to Colossians 2, verse 5? The spirit joyful and beholding. What is you watching out of all of the six anointed camps? What are you watching out of all of the six anointed camps? What is it? Come on. Order. Say it again. Order. 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 The spirit is watching all of these six anointed counts by one thing. Order. Do you reflect the body? Is you talking Bible or you is you doing Bible? The spirit watches everybody from the pages of the book. That's how I watch you. I watch you do what do the Bible say and I see that you line up with the Bible. I, I hear a whole lot of speech. But you know how the Spirit watch you? He watch everybody through the page of the book. I watch you. I see, do you make a decision according to the Bible or you make it according to the flesh? I watch that. And I know one thing, Yahweh is saying this. That land school banquet hall was the first thing still you got to do. You got to get them in order. What kind of order? Bible order. You got to make sure they talk, walk Bible. If they talk, walk Bible, because we find out that in Matthew 4, 4, he was, he was quoting something. Then he came right back in Luke, young lion, and he quoted again. What he said in Luke 4, 4? The book of Luke, chapter 4, verse 4 reads, and Yahweh the Son answered him, saying, It is written that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word of Yahweh. So he came back and said it again. He said in Matthew 4, 4, and he let the disciples, the followers that were with him, let him know, listen, man lives by every word of Yahweh. But what kind of man we talking about lives by every word of Yahweh? What kind of man is this? We're going to Sarat 
37, 12. We're going to find out what kind of man lives by every word of Yahweh. See, you watch him every other page of the book. Let's see what kind of man lives by every word of Yahweh. Let's see. Come on. The book of Zerah, chapter 37, verse 12 reads, But be continually, could be continually with a Yahweh man, whom you know it, to keep the commandments of Yahweh, whose mind is according to your mind, and will sorrow with you if you should miscarry. You see that? That means you slip in any kind of way. The Yahweh man knows his responsibility. That's what a Yahweh man. That's why we got to train up Yahweh young lions and, and young tigers and everything else to be how to be a Yahweh man. First thing we think about what we're going to do, we're going to sit there and, and we're going to run and, and get into the system and think that's no, 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 no. First thing you got to learn how to be a Yahweh man. And the sign of um, the first sign is being a Yahweh man, according to verse twelve. What is the sign in verse twelve again? That young lion. Book of Zerah, chapter thirty-seven, verse twelve reads: "But be continually, continually, with a Yahweh man, whom you know it, to keep the commandments of Yahweh, whose mind is according to your mind, and will suffer with you." If you should miscarry. There go the key right there. So what we promote is divided. We promote young couples to understand one thing. The man that 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 you bring before us, we want we want to know one thing. And we don't know it by just looking up. Because one of the six anointed camps to have you making your body a living sacrifice in it. Really? So we ordain that kind of marriage when we know your body is making a living sacrifice in the sixth anointing camp, which is your reasonable service. See, we got to know you keep the, the law, statutes, and commandments. You can't be all over the place. We, that's what we know. We, we'll know what kind of man you are for that woman because the man must be a man that keeps the small statutes and commandments first. His highest duty in a relationship is to make sure he is keeping the laws, statutes, and commandments. If he ain't keeping that, then you might have gone down the city hall somewhere. Because we couldn't tell you right there, we, I tell you one thing, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because bottom line is when we read Genesis 2, 15 through 19, they go, they go, no. Some of that, that the order of Yahweh. See, they go, some of that. And once they some of that, you already know. I don't care what they got going on. If they don't apply the Bible relationship, it will never be properly right in the eyes of Yahweh unless you do the Bible marriage relationship. That man must be a Yahweh man. And that man must get him a Yahweh woman. And a Yahweh woman and a personality, you got to ask her one question. 
uh, like we sit around and fix them on the couch. Uh, uh, y'all are so y'all. You're not gonna be a pretty nice couple, uh, young lady. What is your desire? What is your desire? Here, not a man there, woman there. What is your desire? Oh, my desire is to be. I want to be um high as I can get into the corporate America. Oh uh, yeah. That, that's your highest desire you want to be? That's what I want to be. Well then, well, then we might as well just stop talking right now because that's not biblically. That's not your desire. That's not your number one desire. That's not your number one desire. That comes number two, three, four. But your number one desire, hey, Sister Judas, read, uh, read the number one desire. According to Yahweh, and of three, thirteen, and sixteen of Genesis, they're gonna bring our elder in. He tell y'all about the broadcast and get it. Cause see, like I said again, Yahweh gonna intervene one way. If we reflect the Bible, so when a woman say, "Well, my desire," because I understand Genesis three, thirteen, and sixteen. Oh. Then you, then, you, then, you give, then you give a double check. Turn around, you give a double check. Oh, all right. What do you say to the Judas we can read in, in 3, 13, and 16? 13 and verse 16. Verse 13 reads, And the Yahweh, Yahweh said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me. And I did eat. Verse 16 reads, Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception in sorrow. Thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over rule over, rule over, rule over thee. Yeah. Now, that means, that means that the Yahweh man, when he was looking at his mate to be, he showed up them verses. And she said, well, you know what? If the Bible says, I'll agree. Oh, so now, can you come together in the head before you come together in the bed? Yeah. See, the Yahweh man, who see his mate, he showed them verses. And you watch their demeanor. You see that verse there right there? What you gonna do according to that verse? If that was the verse say, my Yahweh, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay, now what about this verse with him? That was the verse say, that's what I'm gonna do. See? Now once you have got a right in the head, it ain't gonna work and work itself out. Guess what you have with your head? The blessing of Yahweh. And that's what we want. And that's when you won't see Yahweh, he got no choice. That means he's gonna uh, I got to put a rap. I'm going to show you how he, what he's going to do. This is what Yahweh is going to do. I'm going to show you what he's going to do, according to the Bible. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 20, young lion. Yes, sir. I'm going to show you what Yahweh says. See, this, 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 I'm telling you something. This Bible is the greatest piece of literature it is, and he'll give it to you. I'm going to show you when you apply the Bible. I'm going to show you what happened, what Yahweh says when you apply the Bible. He says, he says that, um, 
20, and, and you always tell somebody something. Let's see what we tell it. 4, 5, and 33. 4, 5, and 33, uh, young man. I, 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 got, I got to bring in, you know, exactly what's going on. 4, 5, and 20, chapter, look at verse 4, 5, and 33. What is that, young man? Ezekiel, the seer, chapter 20, verse 4, 5, and verse 33. Ezekiel, the seer, chapter 20, verse 4. Will you judge them, son of man? Will you judge them? Cause them to know the abomination of their fathers. Verse 5. And said to them, Thus said Yahweh, in the day when I choose Israel, and lifted up my head unto the seed of the family of Israel, and made myself known unto them, in the land of Egypt, when I lifted up my hand unto them, saying, I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. Verse 33. As I live, said Yahweh, surely with a mighty hand, and with a stretched out arm, and with fury pulled out, will I rule over you. Hey, that's the man friend. The man friend with a stretched out hand. Well, stretch out hand. He gonna do what? He gonna rule over you. That's the man trying to say. But we hear that word called rule. We get all excited. What you mean? You gonna rule over me? The same way Yahweh said he gonna rule over twelve tribes of Israel. The same way. Yahweh. When you when you do Yahweh right, Yahweh is gonna. That means he gonna be your protection. That means Yahweh. he gonna he gonna rule over. He don't have no other nation saying jack to you. When you get this man right, this man going to start busting heads. I'm telling you something. When you get this man right, that man will see the reflection of the order of the Bible. If he see the family relationship is doing the Bible, and the woman recognize that man supposed to rule over her, what kind of man? The Yahweh man. The same way Yahweh said he's going to rule over the 12 tribes of Israel. He said, with a stretched out mighty hand, I'm going to rule over you and pull out, what do you say? And, and with my pull out, well, what did he say? With a mighty hand and with a stretched out arm and with theory pulled out, will I rule over you? See, you got what you want. See, you don't want that. Oh, well, you, you're talking about rule no me. You ain't my mother, my sister. Listen, that's what we know. I don't care what relationship it is. If it ain't governed by Yahweh, it'll never be Yahweh's way. Just like the children of Israel got to step. When you do right, Yahweh's going to rule over you with a mighty set tongue. That means he ain't going to let nothing get next to you. Then Yahweh's going to kick in. And he'll start busting heads and taking names. When when you let him, when you get in order, and he see you in order, the other 17 nations is in trouble. So Yahweh going to be busting them all up because you're in order. And that's why Paul said in Colossians 2, verse 5, I'm going to watch y'all from the page of the book, but I'm going to watch y'all Order. Once you're in order, the Almighty Yahweh is coming in, and He's telling you how He's coming in. He ain't coming in 
Take your time, Ellen Turner, now it's all about what Yahweh put on you to talk about him, Jake 74. Come on. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see you And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast of Morning of Cast of over 900,000 listeners. And you know, that's always a good thing. Seems like everybody's trying to get into the broadcast because we know, I guess we have it going on. But anyway, we're here among 900,000 people, and that is always a good thing. We all want to hear the word of Yahweh, those that want to listen. We're help guided when we listen to this program on the righteous thing that we should do as a family, as Yahweh men and Yahweh women. And these things are taught on a daily basis. From the Bible, we're taught that a Yahweh man takes care of his home and his children and provides uh, for his loved ones and also to worship his Yahweh and teach that fact unto the family. As the the seer said, the elder shall teach the younger. There's a process that which that's done. And one of the reasons why we're here and welcome and guide you through all these things that we speak about is we have a live broadcast of Yahweh's ministry that informs you each and every time about Yahweh's work, how to connect the books, your health, which we even speak on that, the foods that you should eat, keeping the Sabbath days. All this is done because you have not. And it's the information that you all came to see and have now found it in the voices of the true Zoids. We're open unto you for this information from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, Sabbath class we do have. The top part of Sabbath is Friday. That time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class at 12 p.m. And the online class is sort of 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members desire to leave. We also have a website address. To use this on any search engine, enter tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again look for that tribeyada.com dash Israelites, which will take you to a big line where you will see some choices. One being ties and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. However, in any other device, you may see menu. But after clicking this, you'll still see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what we read in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the Yahweh, all your kindness of the people. Give unto the Yahweh, glory and strength. Give unto the Yahweh, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come unto his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves the children. And also donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus. Chapter 27, verse 30. And once again mentioned in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. Now this is done to keep this ministry bringing you thus says Yahweh alive. Also for building the school, which is very well needed. A banquet hall, 
radio station and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Also out there, check out our calendar, which will help keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program, which is a feast day that's available during our broadcast time. And to get there, just enter three words, Aqua Radio Live. And as you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of Yadah. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yaqua in mind. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other number is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave those messages on Bible scriptures that you have questions on, which can be answered by any one of the six anointed camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also, in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, only hear the scourging click followed by a dial tone. By calling the same number, you can also order what our members know as the 12 programs of tribes of Israel. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seer via email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC. If you're a station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man, and answer many memos that most of us have seen. But even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. So please use that international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you only hear a discouraging outcome. Now, if you happen to miss the beginning of today's program, you can always catch the entire show after 9.15 p.m. except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, in the three words, Yaqwell Radio Live. And after click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, Tribe of God. At that point, just choose the program that you're late logging into or any previous day that you would like to listen. Also, doing a normal blog talk broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Talk, which we logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. You will be listed on the ethnic group, African American. When you get there, look for Voices of the Jerusalites, Tribe of Yadda. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants, where Yahweh's Word will be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discuss during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Israel, along with Seer Israel writing a shotgun. During this time, we won't be taking any comments off topic, any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broadcast ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on the Pelt Talk. Yahweh will be with you all. But that continuing reminder I always give. When we are given the scriptures to speak by the seer, be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly. Remember, we have over 900,000 listeners that came to listen to the righteous words of Yahweh. 
So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that can't be backed up by the Bible, but make those statements that can be backed up in the Bible. And so we can start to do just that. We'll pass that program back to our seed of Israel and say, Hallelujah, Yaqua. Call. 
get the woman's telephone number, you get in contact with her, and you put on the light track and some Bill Sage Yawkwa. That's it. That's it. Hey, Marie, try with Yawkwa Judah. Yawkwa busy on Steve Royce. Yawkwa bless you, see Israel. I'll see you, Rod. Hallelujah, Yawkwa. Hallelujah, y'all that, Maurice. That Maurice, because we know, we, we know that we got a big job to do. We know it. We know it. And we want to make sure we got all the James 5 20 we can get. So I jumped to hell. And we need everybody from the page of the book. Anybody where we're going, where we've been, to show you this is where you at. This is what you need to know. By you, by by you not having a Yahweh, uh, man with you, we expect that what what we hear from him, because he know about the preacher, the preacher thing. He know about the preacher thing. Maybe he might be a preacher too. So you know how them preachers do. They catch these widows on a law day, a better ad, and then make your old preacher want to come visit three o'clock in the morning. Uh, I got a word from the Lord God Jesus. Christ for you. And I brought my oil with me. You brought the oil, Pastor? Yeah. You see that? That's how they roll. So that's understandable. That's understandable. You don't want to know. You know. But you're going to find out the sixth and on the camp is about this book. We're about this Bible. We make our walk and our talk line up with this Bible. So, um, Mother, let me throw a couple of verses on the table before I get back to young life. I know you're holding something. Now, Mother, can you help me out in the first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 22, verse 22? Can you help me see out, Mother, Mother, in the first book of Adam and Eve, Mother, Mother, can you help those see out in and verse 22. What do we say in verse 22 of that, Mother Lee? First book of Abney, 22, chapter 22, verse 22. What do you say there, Mother? First book of Adam E, chapter 22, verse 22. Yeah, yeah, what what that say, Mother? My book don't go to 22. We'll make, we'll make it verse 4. We'll make it 22, verse 4. How about that? 22, verse 4. Okay. The first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 22, verse 4. Then Yahweh said to Adam, So long as thou wast keeping my commandments, my life and my grace rested on thee. But when thou didst transgress my commandments and neither the say of thee, in that land. In this land. So you see that? See, long as you yes. keep in Yahweh's laws, statutes, and commandments, you know about it. Yahweh say he got a place for you. Oh, it's going to be bumpy, but it's going to smooth out because one thing about it, you see what he got. Um, oh, help me out, Sister Judas. You, you see what he got in Isaiah 64, verse 4. Hey, Sister Judith, what it says in, in Isaiah 64, verse 4, with a precept of 1 Corinthians 2, 9. What it says, Sister Judith? 
Isaiah chapter 64, verse 4 reads, For since the beginning of the world, men have not heard nor perceived by the ear, neither have the eye, have the eye seen. O Yahweh, beside thee, what he has prepared for him that waiteth for him. O oh, Yahweh. Yeah. He's in your eyes and he was seen. I don't care how many, what you feel on that one hour thing and what, what they imagine, they imagine. You ain't even, you ain't got a clue what the Almighty got for you if you wait on him. You see the man saying? So Paul going to pull that verse and first verse 2, verse 9. He's going to pull that verse. Now, you're going to see, and, and most Christians, Places we go to, you go, you go to, they'll tell you, well, that old testament is done away with. Well, you know, why are you quoting Paul then? Look at Paul. Let's see if Paul, what Paul said in 2 verse 9. What did he say? Jewish. What did he say in 2 verse 9? First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 reads, But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the mind of man. The things which Yahweh have prepared for them that love him. Now, now where, did, where did he get that from? Where did, he, where did he get that from to tell the Northern Kingdom Corinthians that? Where did he get it from? The New Testament or the Old Testament? Where did, where did Paul get that from? Now, where did Paul get it from? He just read it. The old, the old the Testament. Book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got it from the left side of the book. Really ain't no such thing. Yeah, from the left side of the book. You see that? So you see what your Christian pastor tell you? He'll tell you, well, you don't need that. Well, then why Paul quoting that then? Why Paul? And, and in, in that book of Corinthians, the son is back on the right hand of the father. So why is he quoting it then? You see that? So you see that? Yeah, and our Mother Eve, in the 24th chapter of Adam and Eve, verse 7, can you have to see our Mother, mother Eve and 26, verse 7? What do you call the book of Adam and Eve says 24, verse 7? 24, verse 7. Yes, ma'am. What is that in 24, verse 7? First look at Adam and Eve. Chapter 24, verse 7. Now, though, uh, Adam, first book of Adam Eve, chapter 24, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, Now, therefore, strengthen thy mind, and when sorrow comes upon thee, make me an offering, and I will be Favor to be. You know the reason why you're not up, you're not with me no more because you're not keeping my laws, statutes, and commandments. You let somebody trick you from keeping my laws, statutes, and commandments. That what you did. Hey, yeah, let's let's preach up that elder. And and Leviticus 24 verse one and eight. Let's preach up what he's talking about. Leviticus 24 verse one and eight. Elder of the field. Let's precept that. Leviticus 24, verse 1 and 8. In the book of uh, Leviticus, 
chapter 24, reading verses 1 and verse number 8 or 1 to 8. Verse number 1 and verse number 8. Verse number 1 says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 8, Every Sabbath he shall set it in order before the Yahweh continually being taken from the family of Israel by an everlasting covenant. You see that? You see what Yahweh told Adam? He's Adam. You know, I gave you rules. I gave you statutes, laws, and commandments. You broke them. So when you broke them, I got, I got, I, I got, and I, and I told you, uh, people today, they got opportunity to repent now. But I told you, you got 5,500 years before that because you opened the door now for all this Adam. But right now, guess what we got on the table now? Repentance. All we got to do now is Acts 319, Adam. Hey, after we hear the word of Yahweh, all we got to do is uh, see what it says in Acts 3.19, what it says. Okay, in the book of Acts, looking at um, chapter 3, verse number 19. Book of Acts, chapter 3, verse 19 says, Repent, therefore, and be ye converted, that your sins may be blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the of the Yaquan. Well, we got hope for repentance. So in in, in Second Chronicles thirty one five through eight, Elder, see, not um, not um, uh, once they once they heard this, see, see, we already know it's it people all over the world. They just been lost. These Christian pastors just been lost. And this thing, and, 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 and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't mess up. These Christians suddenly going, Lord God and Jesus, help. It didn't mess up. So now we come humble, showing what the Bible saying, and there's a study. But these two, but but we know two thirds is gonna hear this word and apply this word. They gonna apply in relationships. They gonna they gonna say, listen. Hey, I see you snipping up behind me, but are you a Yaquali man? Oh, no, I'm just a businessman. I got a five houses and three cars. Okay, what do I got to do with it? Are you a Yaquali man? Yeah, I'm a Yaquali man. Then, then what cap What cap you bumping shoulders in? Because a Yaquali man is going to keep the Sabbath day, sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. Then... The gold that's in there will will look at top to bottom through the page of the book, and they'll know if you're legit or not. Because when you can't keep up, you remember, you remember remember in school days, you had some that was they come to school, and they, and they and they be in a room where they can't keep up. Instead of trying to ask for help, they probably won't. They just slide on out the door and don't come back, and they start playing hooky. Still they do, because you will know. I'm telling you something. Oh, uh, what the? Uh, hold that point. Hey, young lion, help me out for a minute. Let me uh, preach up a little bit. Let's go, cause he, yes, sir. In the book of um, Sirach, chapter eleven, cause we know, we know this. You know, from the very into, like, like for example, we use for your body. 
You've been buried into American or worldly eating. We know it's going to take you some time to start getting that stuff out of your system. And that's why we tell you, to get that stuff out of your system, you got to follow the rules of the Bible. You got to roll the rule that's about the system. All that, that is missing. If you apply what we tell you, 90 days, I tell you about this. You land your foundation with your first 30 days. When you eat according to the Bible for 30 days. After you do 30 days, you eat from the Bible, like the Bible tell you to, or you'll start seeing a difference. Your eyes, your spiritual eyes will start open. You won't start a movement will come in your body that you that you saw was it. I know this never was again. Thirty days. <laughs> After right. thirty days. On that second thirty days, listen, you were saying, Hey, you're gonna be a struggle now. Oh yeah, you gonna you gonna call for Aunt May, Uncle Buck, everybody. You gonna be I mean I mean you gonna go through Hey, like the junk is trying to beat a habit. You, you remember that picture called New Jack City when the young man was um, they were trying to get him off them drugs. He had to lock him up and he was kicking like a leaf on the tree. <laughs> All that for the first. Well, boy, once them thirty days is up, you gonna start noticing a difference. And that second thirty days, oh my goodness. And that third, uh, and that, that third 30 days, man, boy, you be, you you can be doing some things that you never thought it'll never come back to you doing. By following Yahweh's rules. Let me kind of tell you, T. Roy, we got your answers, but you got to apply this to Yahweh. There's no reason whatsoever you got to go visit Doc Cook. You got all these problems in your body when you try to take Put your yakwa first. You go on a 90 days. You eat fruit and vegetables and some corn. A 90 days. Get you a watermelon. Watermelon great. Water. That watermelon great. Get nothing. Taste nothing. Now, when you get through that watermelon, don't throw it away. No, don't throw it away. The white part of the watermelon and the green part. You cut it down and put it in your blender. And if you blend into you, you, a jug container. Don't throw none of that watermelon away. No. I just top off of that watermelon and blend it and blend that juice. And get what that <coughs> The lower part of your body. Having to doubt that part was the white and the green. You put it all in juice. What the juice in it? It works. It stimulates the lower part of your body. You know, from your waistline down, mm-hmm. stimulate. You feel something like something like like you put your hand <laughs> shock you. That was your feeling. I'm saying so. See, we test everything to help you, huh? It, it'll clean you out. It, it's all like a. It's a word called like a. I, I might. I know if, if I say a word wrong, I get more calls and say, still, you say, yeah, I know I said it wrong, but hey, I ain't about the king's language, so I said it wrong. It's like, um, it's like, uh, I ain't gonna use that word because I'm getting more calls on, I see you, 
you pronounce that word wrong. Okay, all right, I'm going to leave it off. So I'm going to tell you something. You'll get an electrical charge in the lower part of your body once you start taking the wall in them, cut up in small pieces, and put it in your blender and drink that juice and drink that. Then your belly has say, huh? I, I see it in your eyes. You look back at her, but she jumps on it too. I see it in your eyes too. Yeah. See, that's what I'm trying to tell you, see, right? You, you got to. You know, you, you, we're going to have to step out. Listen, the man, he'll lay everything out. It's no reason for us to go through what we're going through if we make a decision according to this money. So I leave it alone. Now, but, now back to the young line. Now, let's now. Yes, sir. Sirach chapter 11, verse 12. Let me read 12 first. Let me get that out the way. Read verse 12 first. The book of Sirach is here, chapter 11. Verse 12, read. Again, here's another. That is slow and had need of help, wanted ability, and full of poverty. Yet the eye of Yahweh look upon him for good and set him up from his lowest state. You see that? So we know we got some people that slow. So we can't get flustered because they slow. Got some slow because they full of Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. They 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 full of white man Jesus and black man Jesus. They full of all that white man, black man Jesus stuff. They slow. So you gotta just understand one thing. You apply the word. That's what you do. You show what the word is saying. Because a lot of them is slow. Because they pastor them messed them up. That Christian pastor have messed them up. Especially that one over there in, in, in the Vatican City. He called himself to replace him. What do you replace? Who you replace? He's on the vicar, on the replacement of. You ain't a replacement of nothing. You is authorized to save the devil. But you're perfectly read on. We know. We can read what you own. And Yahweh gonna get you. So you know when he's gonna get you? We show you when he's gonna get you. Let me, let me read a verse. Uh, you don't mind? For the book of Psalms. Let me show you what, it, what, what, what he says in the book of Psalms. He said in 50 chapters, he said something to him in 50 verse 16 and 17. Young line. What did he say in Psalm 50 verse 16 and 17? The book of Psalms, chapter 50, verse 16 and 17. Psalm chapter 50, verse 16. Read. But unto the wicked, Yahweh said, What has you to do? To declare my statutes, or that you should take my covenant in your mouth. Verse 17. Then you hate its instruction and cast my words behind you. You see, man said, he said to the wicked, he said, you, you don't even supposed to have my covenant in your ink. Your things, uh, poke around, the poke, uh, What's her name? Uh, all, all them uh, uh, women pastors. Uh, Esau descent. They call European white. He's a young. He's supposed to have my covenant easy in your mouth. Because you ain't going to do that. You're not going to tell the truth. 
But here, look what Yahweh say behind all that in 21. But look what he said he's going to do in verse 21. Hey, y'all lying. What did he say in 21 behind that? Psalm chapter 50, verse 21. These things has you done, and I kept silent. So you thought it, that I was altogether such as one as yourself. But I will prove you and set them in order before your eyes. He said, I'm going to get you. He said, I'm going to get you. After I set them in order. See, this was all about fixing on the count. Once you're in order, y'all are going to prove them 17 nations. If you read how you're going to do it with a set star on, with spirit pulled out, once you, once you make a Bible decision, a Bible decision, well, what are we going to do? What the Bible tells us to do? What the Bible tells us to do? That's what we're going to do. That's how you're going to talk. Hey, uh, according to um, Leviticus 23, 1, 2, and 3, well, what are we getting ready to do? We're going to do what the Bible tells us to do. What the Bible tells us to do? Uh, uh, Leviticus 23, 1, 2, and 3. In the book of Leviticus, Chapter 3, verse 1, 2, two and three. 23. 23. 2 and 3. 2 and 3. 1, 2 and 3. In the book of Leviticus, chapter mm-hmm. 23, looking at verses 1, 2, and 3. 1 says, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 2, Speak unto the family of Israel. And say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Yahweh, which ye shall proclaim to be a righteous convocation, even these are my feasts. Three, six days shall thy work be done, and the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, a righteous congregation. Ye shall do no work therein, it is the Sabbath of the Yahweh in all your dwellings. So a law supposed to go off on you on the Sabbath day to have a righteous gathering. Six and on account. Uh, they supposed to know a law supposed to go off on me to have a righteous gathering on the Sabbath day. 18 verse 4 of Acts there, Elder Mr. Jill. 18 verse 4 of Acts. What does it say? Yahweh the psalm back mm-hmm. in heaven. 18, verse 4 of Acts. In the book of Acts, chapter 18, reading verse number 4, says, And he reasoned in the temple every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. So Paul reasoned in the temple where he found the Israelites in. When did he do it? When did he do it, uh, Elder? When did he do it? When did he reason with Northern Kingdom and Southern Kingdom that was scattered in the known part of the world? When did, according to 18 yeah, verse 4, when did Paul reason with them? Every Sabbath. Every Sabbath. Every Sabbath. And what did he tell them in 22.14? He told them something. In Revelation, Revelation 22, 14, what, what did he tell them? And 22, verse 14 of the last book in the Bible of Revelation. What did 
what is what is going on in twenty two verse fourteen? In the book of Revelations, chapter twenty two, reading verse fourteen says, Blessed are they that do his commandments or Torah instructions, that they may have right to be to the free tree of life and may enter into the gates into the city. You see that? He told them, blessed, you keep the law, statute, and command, and you have right to enter into the kingdom of Yahweh's God. But if you're not keeping the law, statute, and commandments, you would not have right to get in the kingdom. you going into the fire. And 6624 of Isaiah. We got ill. We tell you point blank. If you're not keeping the law, statutes, and commandments of Yahweh to receive the blessing, you going into the fire. Where is that at? 6624 and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me. For their worm shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched. And they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. Fire. 
that never should be quenched. Verse 44. Wherefore that worm died not, and the fire is not quenched. Verse 45. And if your foot offend you, cut it off. It is better for you to enter, halt unto life, having two feet to be cast into hell, unto the fire that never should be quenched. Verse 46. That worm died not, and the fire is not quenched. You go on. Forty-seven. And if your eye offend you, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter into the kingdom of Yahweh with one eye, having two eyes to be cast into hell fire. Verse forty-eight. That one died not, and the fire is not quenched. Verse forty-nine. And every one should be salted with fire, and every sacrifice should be salted with salt. Let go your precept, lot of day things, and that is in red. So that means that means with the, with the one you call our Lord Jesus Christ, which is Yahweh the Son, coming his Father's name in five point three of Saint John. Proper name is Y H W H the Son. Remember, there wasn't no vowels. There wasn't no vowels until the, between the sixth and the ninth century. So take the vowels out of Yahweh. And you got Y-H-W-H, the full letter. After all this, after all one going to get you some salvation and being saved. Full letter. You can tell your call the Lord God Jesus all you want. But Sister Judas will read what, what the angel told um, David in 116.13. Hey, Sister Judas, what did the angel tell David in 116 verse 13? What did he say, Sister Judith? Um, chapter 116, verse 13 reads, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Yahweh. How many letters is, is that name you're going to call on there, Sister Judith? Four, Y-H-W-H. Four letters. That's for salvation. Now, Peter was at the great temple of the Almighty Yahweh. <clears throat> Judah, Benjamin, Levi, but Simeon was all there in Acts 4, 12. Now, Peter grabbed the microphone, and he pulled that verse. And look what Peter says to Judas in Acts 4, 12. Now, Peter is the chief speaker of the nation of Israel. So he pulled that verse, and Acts 4, 12 informed the national order what Peter is saying, and it seemed to sound like 1, 16, 13. Of the book of Psalms, come on. Acts chapter 4, verse 12 reads, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So you see that? So you, you got that Lord, God, Jesus, Allah, stuff in your soul, and Jehovah, and all that, Jehovah, Jireh, and me. Guess what? It ain't for one name to be saved. It ain't for one name for salvation. Huh? One name. And you got to keep the Sabbath. Huh? For salvation? This is just it is right there. Peter said ain't for one name. If you're going to be saved, you're going to call on the one name. So continue calling Jehovah all you want. All Jehovah, Jireh, and Nisi. And all that. 
continue. But who say right? Your pastor right or Peter right? Peter said one name. If you add to one, it ain't one no more. That's Adam right. and Eve. Let's come back to that Adam and Eve 25 and read verse 7 and 8. Let's see what we can get out of that, mother. Hey, mother Eve, what can we get out of Adam and Eve 25 verse 7 and 8? What can we get out of that, brother, mother? Facebook. Facebook of Adam and Eve, chapter 25, verse 7 and 8. What can we get out of that, brother? Facebook of Adam and Eve, chapter 25, verse 7 and 8. Verse 7. Book of Adam and Eve, chapter 25, verse 7 and verse 8. Verse 7. And the word of Yahweh come unto him and blessed him and com- comfort comfort him comfort comfort it and comfort him and convert it and, and covenant him and covenant with him that he would save him at the end of the day. Determined upon him. Verse 8. This then was the first offer Adam made with Yahweh, and so it became his custom to do. Hmm. Hey, uh, hey, Mo, what, what did, uh, what happened in verse 7 again, Mo? What happened in verse 7 again? Uh, verse 7, it says, And the word of Yahweh come unto him and bless him and comfort him. And, and covenant, covenant with him. And covenant, covenant with him. With him. Yeah, covenant with him. He blessed him and covenant. See, you bless, see you're blessed when you're upon the covenant. See, the you can't be blessed by him unless you're under covenant. He blessed him. He covenant with him. See, y'all, this man in the Bible is a covenant. See, he watched you from his covenant. Huh? You, you know, see, listen. How he watch you is through the covenant. That's how he watch you. Let's let look, let look at the Roman Catholic Church. Here is it a precept on that? Yeah, it's a precept on that. So he watched you on the spot of covenant. So you want to know how Yahweh watched you? Through the covenant. That's how you're covenant with you. Hey, Maurice, let's run to 34, verse 10 of the book of um, Exodus. Look at 34, verse 10. Let's see what we got at 34, verse 10. Exodus 34, yes, verse 10. Yeah, 34, verse 10. Let's see what we got at 34, verse 10. Look at Exodus, chapter 34, verse 10. Exodus, chapter 34, verse 10, read. And he said, Behold, I make a covenant 
before all our people. I will do marvelous such as have not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation, and all the people among which thou art shall see the works of the Yahweh, for it is a terrible thing that I will do with thee. With thee, with thee got a name. So he said, I'm going to do something now. So, so otherwise, I ran the individual thing to a certain amount of time. But now he thought, he said, ain't no nation that I'm going to do for you that I ever done before. So the children of Israel is the last nation of the 18. Mm-hmm. But he waited for the last nation to tell them, what I'm going to do with you, I haven't done this with any nation. See, Yahweh is a covenant, but he deals with nations. So when children of Israel were in the captivity, he went in the captivity as a nation. He got spread in every direction. This man going to make a covenant with them. I'm going to do a marvelous thing with you. As such things have done with any nation. So we got the bragging rights as a nation, although we the last nation of the 18 nations. What did he do with the last nation of the 18 nations that going to be so marvelous? What did he do, Mother, in verse 27 and 28? Let's see what he did, Mother, that's so marvelous that we both be able to tell our offspring nieces, nephews, and whoever. 27 and 28. What do you say, Mother? Exodus chapter 34, verse 27, verse 28. Yeah. And the Yahweh Yahweh said unto Moses, Write thou these words. For after the ten of these words, I have made a covenant with thee and with Israel, the twelve tribes. 28, and he was there with the Yahweh 40 days and 40 nights. He did neither eat bread nor drink water, and he wrote upon the table the words of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. You hear that? So you see the marvelous thing he did with the children of Israel, 12 tribes? He gave you law, statutes, and commands. That one again. Law, statutes, and commands. So you see, and you, that's suicide to be a part of leadership that don't read no Bible. So what he did to children of Israel, 12 tribes was law, statutes, and commandments. Then Moses had bragging rights, uh, young lion. Yes, sir. He had brought Hallelujah. In the 26th chapter, 15 through 19, not a seal, but Moses was the, uh, was the Yahweh on earth and was the seal. But Moses can go back to Aaron now once you join the law, statutes, and commandments, and then he can put your petition in. See, it works today. How could the seal put a petition in for you you're not keeping no law, statutes, and commandments. You still holler the Lord God and Jesus. You still dusting off 
Moody Bible Institution degree. Moody don't know nothing about no Bible. Moody is the people he just read in 50 chapters. So what you got my coming in your mind? Period, bro. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna tell the people you ain't gonna tell the people what you know people on the Bible the teaching is the children of Israel and Judah is the lead tribe. Did he tell you that? They don't tell you nothing. They gonna tell you Jesus love and you know that pay your tithes free with all them. That's all they gonna tell you. <laughs> I'm telling you something. We you, we tell you we come humble with you, but we teach fear less we out loud. And we can get you there. But you but whatever we show you, the Bible says we just don't comment what we hear in red. What you reading that young line? I'm reading Deuteronomy chapter twenty six, verse fifteen to nineteen. What does it say? Deuteronomy chapter twenty six, verse fifteen to nineteen. Deuteronomy chapter twenty six, verse fifteen reads Look down from your righteous habitation from heaven. And bless your people Israel in the land which you have given us as you swear unto our fathers, a land that flowed with milk and honey. Verse 16. This day, Yahweh, Yahweh, have commanded you to do these statutes and judgments. You should therefore keep and do them with all your mind and with all your soul. Verse 17. You ask about Yahweh this day to be your Yahweh, and to walk in his ways, and to keep his statutes, and his commandments, his laws, and his judgments, and to hearken unto his voice. Verse 18, and Yahweh is about you this day to be, a, to be his special people, as he has promised you, and that you should keep all his commandments. Verse 19, and to make you high above all nations which he has made, in praise and in name and in honor, that you may be a righteous people unto Yahweh, your Yahweh, as he has spoken. Oh, wait a minute. The Constitution said all men are created equal. That was using the Constitution. But they were lying about that. You was a slave when that was made. Oh, wait a minute. I want to know any, any Christian pastor. Leave a message on the international line two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. Have you have you ever read this verse? I'll ask the members, have you ever heard this verse read and stopped and comment on verse nineteen? I don't know. Uh twenty six nineteen Deuteronomy. I wanna know have your pastor ever read Deuteronomy? I wanna know. What's that, young line? The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verse 19 reads, And to make you high above all nations which ye had made, in praise, and in name, and in honor, that ye may be a righteous people unto Yahweh, your Yahweh, as he has spoken. Have your pastor ever told you the children of Israel is not equal to any? You can't compare them to none of the 17 nations. The children of Israel are above all nations on the face of earth. And now when you precept that, in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 
what I need, uh, uh, young line. Seven verse eight, or something like that. And I'm gonna preach seven verse eight. Don't you? And Deuteronomy, there, uh, young line. I'm gonna preach that that verse, that right. verse, and see what we can come up with. Not when you put a preach. Give me a preach. Put a precept with it in seven verse six. Look at Deuteronomy. Well, hold on, young line. Hold on. And seven verse six. That's good. But I want to add in verse nine, and then I then I will put in verse fourteen and fifteen. Then you gonna be clear about when the young line read verse twenty six. So you see, listen. Once the young line reads this right here, then you supposed to sit down and go and take thirty seventy four again. And, just, and think about your past. One, you pay tithes, free will offer, and donation to, and your time to. And just think about it. And see, have you ever heard this read and read? Come on, young man. The book of Deuteronomy. The full book of the law. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6, verse 9, verse 14 to 15. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6 reads, For you are a righteous people. And 26. Mother, he said, and 26, young line. Hallelujah. All right. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6, verse 9, verse 14 and 15, and verse 26. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6 reads, For you are a righteous people unto Yahweh, your Yahweh. Yahweh have chosen you to be a special people unto himself. Above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Verse 9. Now, therefore, that Yahweh, your Yahweh, he is Yahweh, the faithful Yahweh, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. Hold Verse that point. Hold that point. Hold that point. Uh, again, and nine. So while he's a faithful Yahweh, which keeping what? What word do he keep? What is Yahweh keep about it. according to? Keeping what? Keep it covenant. Covenant. And that ain't your Adam. Adam, I'm going to covenant with you, Adam. See, this man's a cut. Listen, fix him on the count. This man is about covenant. If you do the covenant, then he will show you what he's going to do if you do the covenant. Uh, look at verse number 11. Look at 11 before you get that point. Put 11 in there with it, young man. 11 and 12. Put 11 and 12 in. My fact. Pick up that verse 11. Hold on, young man. Hold on. Hold on. Pick up verse 11 and just read on down to verse 15. Let, let's enjoy this. Read. I want to enjoy this. Level down to verse 15. He's a uh, Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 11 to 15. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 11 reads, You should therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command you this day to do them. Verse 12. Wherefore, it should come to pass if you hearken to these judgments 
and keep and do them, that Yahweh your Yahweh will keep unto you the covenant of the mercy which he swear unto your father. Verse 13, he will love you and bless you and multiply you. He will also bless the fruit of your womb and the fruit of your land, your corn and the corn and your wine and your oil, the increase of your kind and the flocks of your sheep in the land which is swear unto your father to give you. Verse 14, you should be blessed above all people. There should not be male or female bearing among you or among your cattle. Verse 15, and Yahweh will take away from you all sickness. He will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which you know it's upon you. He will lay it upon them, all them that hate you. Verse 26. Verse 26, neither shall you bring an abomination into your house, family, lest you be a cursed thing like it, but you should utterly detest it, and you should utterly abhor it, for it is a cursed thing. He is a man's man. 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 So all this right here, and he said like, you got a sick problem, you got something wrong with you. He said, I take it away from you. He said, I, I, I take it. I take it away. You just hear the man is saying? If we hear what the man is saying. Now, um, uh. what to do? In Amos chapter 3, verse 1, 2, and verse 7. Can you also see how? Then precept that to 147, 19, and 20 in the book called Psalm. Sister Judas, go back to back with that. Give me Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7. Then to go to 147 for Psalm 19 and 20. And let's see what it says. Sister Judas, you're on the clock. Come on. Amos chapter 3, verses 1, 2, and 7. Verse 1 reads, Hear this word that that the Yahweh has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, verse 2, You only have I know. I know of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Verse 7 reads, Surely the Yahweh, Yahweh will do nothing. But he revealed his secret unto his servants, the seers. So, uh, uh, Judas, when 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 Yahweh got them and say, according to verse seven, who do we reveal it to? According to verse seven, the se- the seers. Now, now, now look, look at the latter day thing. See, you got to give me a precept on that. Oh, you want to please up on that, bro? Any end time prophecy, 10 verse 7 of Revelation. How about an end time prophecy? This is the end time prophecy after 117 through 19 and so on. Here's going. End time prophecy. Uh, so Jews going to read 10 verse 7. End time prophecy. What do you say? 
Revelations chapter 10, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, But in the days of the voice of the seven angels, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of Yahweh shall be finished, as he has declared to his servants, the seers. Mm-hmm. So the mystery of the end, I'm calling that verse, who know the mystery of the end? Uh, who know the mystery of the end of this thing, according to verse 7? Judas? You know the mystery. Who knows the mystery of this the end? According to 10 verse 7. Who knows the mystery of the end of this thing? According to verse 7. What did it say? Expound before the national audience. Who knows the mystery of the end of this thing? According to 10 verse 7 of Revelation. His servants, the seers. Yeah, not your poke, not your car, not your pastor, not your overseer, not your shepherd. That's who knows the end of this thing. Because he gives a secret to, to watch everything from the pages of the book. And one thing we know, Sister Judas, in Isaiah 42, verse 21, this is something we know. We know how to read. Isaiah 42, verse 21. What does it say that we can read? Isaiah chapter 42, verse 21 reads, The Yahweh is well pleased for his righteousness' sake. He will magnify the law and make it honorable. So, so, what, so what is Yahweh going to magnify there, uh, Jews? What, what are you going to make law. honorable? The law. He gonna he gonna he gonna magnify the law, and he gonna make that honorable. Everybody, uh, do everything they snuff at the law. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. Elder, what do we say in the 56th chapter of Isaiah, one down to verse eight? Elder Mr. Jill, in the book of Isaiah. 56, 1 down in verse 8. Hey, Ella, help the national audience. He's going to magnify the law. Oh, you can, you can keep on jumping around doing your Sunday, your Lord God, Jesus, Jehovah, all you want. But he's going to magnify the law. He's going to prove to you that, that uh, 4517, um, 45, a young line, he's going to prove to you something in 4517. Of Isaiah. He's gonna prove it to you. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, in 40, 45.17, what is he gonna do that we all can read together? What are you gonna do? We're going in and out. Yeah, young lion, in the book of Isaiah, 45.17. Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody there, you, you just give me some 45. Yeah, 45. Chapter 45. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Verse hold 17. On, hold on, your mind. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Make it, make it up uh, 17 and 23.
Make it 17 and 23. I ain't gonna lie. You remember, 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 remember what I ever said? Take a deep breath. Be, be, a hey, hey, Bring out a hey, Let's see how you say that, hey, Let's see how you say it again. Be quick to hear and slow to speak. Hey, all right, that young line. So now you, the elder has spoken. So what is it that we can read in verse 17 and 23 out of the 45th chapter of Isaiah? Isaiah chapter 45, verse 17 and 23. Isaiah chapter 45, verse 17 reads, But Israel should be saved in Yahweh with everlasting salvation. You should not be ashamed nor confounded, world without end. Verse, verse 23. I sworn by myself, the words going out of my mouth in righteousness, it should not return. That unto me, every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall swear. Wait, wait a minute. How, how, many, how many knees going to get down there, young lion? How, how many knees going to get down? Every knee. Every knee. Every knee going to get down. He, he said, every knee going to bow. You ain't bow now. You still want the Lord God, Jesus, Allah, and Sunday. But he's telling you it's going to come a time. He's Isaiah, I'm going to read this and sit on the camera. He said, every knee going to bow. Now, look at the WCC. See you. Now, see you. I've got to have a second knee. Give me second. Give me a book of Philippians there, young line, two five down at verse number. Keep reading to it. Give him, give him. The WCC World Council Churches of Second Women. They want the Second Women. You ain't gonna teach it because if you teach it, the the floodgates are open up. To you. The floodgates are open too quick. We ain't got wait, we ain't got the facility for it yet. We still got to get this together. So that's why you got to start anonymous anonymous elite. I don't want to the word right. To hit that PayPal. See, once you start hitting that PayPal, you know what that PayPal is for land school bank with all the radio station. So, Ed, give the details about hitting that PayPal, how to hit that PayPal, and, you know, you can hide behind your computer to hit that PayPal and, and contribute it on the land school bank with all the radio station. See, so you figure out the curse. Just hit that PayPal. Hey, Ed. What is the, what is the, the, how do you hit that PayPal? The WCC won't know how you hit the PayPal account. How do you hit it? Come on. Talk about it. Go to Yakwa Radio Live. Once, once you get there, look for Voices of the Transylites. And the first thing you will see is ties and offers. Click that and follow the instructions. Follow the young one. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. Just follow the follow instructions. That's all you gotta do. Follow the instructions. Okay? We know you can follow. You can follow the instructions by keeping Son and Lord God and Jesus, and follow the instructions how to hit that PayPal and, and contribute in for 
land school banquet hall and radio station. Well, it's going to happen. But we know one thing. We got to get in order first. And it's going to happen. Huh? But you can get a practice by hitting that PayPal. Now, now the WCC want a second witness there. Young line. So we go on to Philippians chapter 2, and we're going to pick up at verse 5. We're going to read down to the give the Latter-day Saints, I mean, uh, WCC, World Council Church, uh, second one. Let's see, Philippians 2, pick up at verse 5, what does it say? The book of Philippians, chapter 2, verse 5 reads, Let his mind be in you, which was also in Yahweh the Son. Verse 6. Who being in the form of Yahweh the Father, though it not be, though it not robbery to be equal with Yahweh. Verse 7. But made himself no reputation, and that took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of man. Verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death even the death of the tree. Verse 9. Wherefore, Yahweh, the Father, also highly exalted him and give him a name which is above every name. Verse 10. And at the name of Yahweh, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in the earth and things under the earth. Verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Yahweh the Son is Yahweh, and the glory of Yahweh the Father. Mm-hmm. He said, so um, so now we know what heaven is going to bow down to, and they're going to come clean and they're going to confess. They're going to confess what? I got to get a preacher up on that young line. They're going to confess what? He will. And that very same hour, you hear your precept, you got to be right, but you got to be right. Let's give a precept. What, what are they going to confess that we can read, young lines? We're going to see what they can confess that we can read. We're going to 1 Kings chapter 18. And um, play, let's, let's make a little short meal out of it. Read verse 31. Uh, take your time now. Give deep breath now. And just read the um, first. 18 and read verse 31. Just get warmed up. Just get warmed up with with verse number 31. The book of 1 Kings, chapter 18, verse 31. 1 Kings, chapter 18, verse 31 reads, And Elijah took 12 stones, according to the number of the tribe of the sons of Israel, of whom the word of Yahweh came saying, Israel, we read that over. First Kings chapter 18, verse 31. And Elijah took the 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, of whom the word of Yahweh came saying, Israel should be your name. Mm-hmm. And skip down to verse 36, there, young man. 36 down to verse 39. Take a deep breath, then, because uh, you you own something online. So now we're gonna take a look at. Um, he said every tongue gonna gonna get straight. 
But watch the old seer do a little talking. Now watch the old seer, Elijah the seer, gonna do a little talking in verse 36. He's gonna do a little talking there, young lion. Let's hear, let's hear some of this, this uh, and put a little more bass in your voice there, young lion. Because uh, you, you own something. 36 to 39, come on. First Kings chapter 18, verse 36 to 39. First Kings chapter 18, verse 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice, Elijah the seer came near and said, Yahweh, Yahweh of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that you are Yahweh in Israel, and that I am your servant, and that I have done all these things at your word. Verse 37. Hear me, O Yahweh, hear me, that this people may know that you are Yahweh, and that you have turned their mind back again. Verse 38. Then the fire of Yahweh fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice, and the wood, and the stone, and the dust, and licked up the water that was in the trench. Verse 39. When all the people saw, saw it, they fell on their faces, and they said, Yahweh, he is Yahweh. The Yahweh, he is. The Yahweh. Right. Hey, that's So that's the knee. Every, that's a, every knee going to get down to it. How many letters they going to get down to it, young lion? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. Hey. So you see, you see, it's, it's really how it's going to be. So you can keep on Lord God, Jesus, Jehovah, Jireh, and Nisi. Go ahead, continue. But I bet you, if you don't get this name right, your knee gonna bow. But in the back, the ones going to kingdom gonna have this name right. Now, uh, now, mother, give me a precept on that. We gonna bring the young lion in. Lola, young lion, look here. Let me let me hold that microphone. I won't tell you about who all can is broadcast. So we see another young lion wanna get in and holler in the microphone and give you an update. On who else carried his broadcast, and we bring him on shortly. But now, what did we just say again? A uh, uh, movie? Did it go well? You didn't say. I didn't say. You said hmm. give me another step, and that's all you said. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't say that. Now, who all bad witness that? I didn't say nothing. Elder, say nothing. Y'all mind? Sister Judas, I didn't say nothing. Out of Cal 1. 
knowing one thing about it. You got to get in order. Ain't going to work if you get in order. That's why the land is all around. You see the WCC, the Latter-day Saints, and that New York station out of New York. Sooner or later, the floodgates going to be open. All I want to know one thing. Fixing on the camp. How you getting the pass? Remember, through the precepts, you got to give me understanding. And remember, the young lady that wants God, her husband said she, he don't want no no man calling his house. Because I know about the pastor thing. I don't watch them pastors all the time. Them pastors slick. They'll wait till I get in my 18 wheeler and go out of town, and then they got a word for you. If they didn't teach you all the time, then they got a word for you at three o'clock in the morning. Y'all know about these pastors. So don't have no don't have no mail call my house. I know about these old pastors. No more Sunday pastors. They tell hey daughter, go get me a couple of nice biscuits and some serves. And come on, let me talk some more Bible chick. You see what you do? You gotta watch them. The more Christian pastors. We meet the young man with a loud voice, he said. Brother Micaiah Israel, tribe of Yahweh Judah, up and coming teacher. Yahweh be there to see you right Yahweh bless you there. Fear Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Yahweh there, young lion. Now, young lion, the, the stage is set all over the world. And, and so, whatever you got to bring to the table, what you got to say, on who carries broadcast to the international all over, over the world, and, and what you got to tell them, you and clock them up. All right, see, it's real, see, Roy. But we know we live on Blog Talk Radio. You know the elder took care of that in Grand Style. We also live on Power Talk. I know he took care of that in Grand Style, but we also live, well, we be broadcasting live on Facebook. You can tune in to our Facebook page at D-O-T-T-Y and tune in. Look for that name, Sir Israel. You can find us at D-O-T-T-Y and tune in for that name, Sir Israel. And tune in to our page for Voice of the True Israel Light. You can also catch us on YouTube. We have a YouTube page up and running. For all those who like to listen to the YouTube page, you can tune in to our YouTube page and your one eye line, say television, or your if you got the smart TV, if you got your one eye say laptop or desktop, or your one eye say uh, one eye say telephone, which is your cell phone, and you can tune in to our broadcast on YouTube, whether we streaming live or any of the previous broadcasts that has been uploaded on there. You can type in those keys at V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, you can tune in to our live or anytime we previously uploaded something on our YouTube page at V-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Question and comments, we ask you all to dial in to the international telephone line at 224-600. Five five seven nine. Once again, we ask you all to tune in and call in to our international 
phone line at 224-600-5579 for questions and comments. And we ask you all to be big ears and little mouth. How you pin the pad waiting for you on the sideline to take down your good notes. And then call in and ask the questions uh, pertaining to your notes that you have written down according to the broadcast that's up right now or any other previous broadcast that you have went back and listened to. So we thank you all for tuning in and joining in to Yaquaz Radio, Yaquaz Ministry, and Voices of the True Israel Life with your host, Israel C. Wood. We say over to you, Israel C. Wood. Hallelujah, Yaquaz. We are going to have Brother Kai Israel. Well, yeah, that's why we're Israel. We, um, he mentioned something that, um, I knew I'd have said something. I saw, and I did say, remind me, um, in the book of Daniel, chapter 9, verse 10, I told a young line remind me of that way back when. But he's um his mind don't see about it, but now on Take a look at that Daniel nine verse seven at Brother Makai. That nine verse seven, because we we if you gotta say something. Whether you know it or not, you gotta get listen. Sooner or later, listen to what he's getting ready to read in the book of Daniel, make it um Seven verse nine. Uh, young line. Let's, let's pick up at um, Makai. Let's go to the book of Daniel. See, Daniel gonna make up a profound statement. And seven verse nine, he gonna make up a profound statement. We, we just gonna analyze it. Listen to what he says. I want to. I want to get that one verse out the way. You can go down a little far. But listen to what says here. What he showed Daniel. He showed Daniel to see or something. He showed him something. Because um uh Marie, why why did he show him anything? In um six verse three. Why did why did he show him anything? Why did why did he show Daniel anything? Huh? Why? And hey Marie. And Daniel six verse three, can you help those see out? Why did he show Daniel anything? Let's see what it says in the book of Daniel chapter 6, verse 3. Then this Daniel was preferred above the president and prince because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. realm. Because, see, you, let me tell you something. If you're teaching Yahweh's word, according to what you just got to read, what kind of spirit you got to have on your mother? mother? An excellent spirit. You see that? You see that? You see that fixing on the camp? You got to have an extra sin on you. Because Yahweh can turn the enemy whenever he get ready. But you got to make sure you got fire in your teaching. And it's a what kind of spirit, mother? Excellent spirit. And and what 
you supposed to be talking about in verse 13? Verse 13. Mm-hmm. Daniel chapter 6, verse 13. Mm-hmm. Verse 13 reads, Then Elsephate said before the king that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Yahweh Judah, regard not the king, the, regard not thee, O king, nor the decree that thy hell fine, but make his pity three times a day. His petition three times a day. He said, he said, he's going to tell you something. You got extra spirit on you. You look at not after, you look at not after they got going on in Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. Because you know that stuff will come to another. Oh, yeah, well. come, that ain't nothing. Here go, here, here go, here go the real deal here. See all that, you know, all that hocus pocus they do it. I don't mean nothing. Because we already know how it's going to happen. Watching your mind for this to tell you exactly, he's going to tell you something. But Micaiah, now we're going to 7 verse number 9. By him having an extra spirit, it is concerned with about the captivity of Judah. And he made no bones about it. Like, like we, we're not anti-anybody. But we are, but we concerned about the captivity of Judah. The lead tribe. How we gonna organize Levite, Benjamin, and Simeon? And then the other tribes from the northern kingdom, they gonna all fall in line. That was telling the young lions today, or Brother McCoy was telling the young lions today. I bought our ball. You know, he talked a good game, but we didn't see him. He somewhere being obedient as we see. So young lion gonna take care of that. You got you got to step this thing up. Can't talk a good game. You got to. You got to walk a good game. Huh? That's what you got to do. To be, to be about this, you got to lead by example. First one in, last one lead. That's how you got to play. And then you ask, did y'all tell you three, two, and two? Now ask me something. You got me right? Ask me something. Well, you know, um, I've been having have a problem with the lower part of my body. Well, then... See, I told you check the wall of them, and when you get down to the wall of them, get down to the white and the green, uh, juice that up, and you'll feel an electrical shock in the lower part of your body. Then you get your better half a little shot at you. She feel an electrical shock. You see? And don't, don't mess on have a little, little mandrake with you. See, here it go. That's how it's going to be. See, we can tell you everything you need to know through the Bible. But it got to be about this Bible. Let's talk about it. Seven verse nine. Young lions read a little bit. Let's, let's read verse nine and let me expound on verse nine first. Then we begin to read down a little bit more. Come on. All right, we're going to the book of Daniel. We'll pick it up at chapter seven, verse number nine. The book of Daniel, chapter seven, picking it up starting at verse number nine. Verse nine reads, I beheld till the thrones were cast down. And the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garments was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. So, so that means he was sitting there, he was sitting in fire, and he had woolly hair on his head, and he had a garment on that mean he had a body. 
you you gonna have a and he had a garment on and he had a body. That means you have a garment on without a body. So don't holler about what what well, the God you call God, which is Yahweh, he got a body because he got a garment on. His garment wasn't wrapped up in no fire. He just was sitting in fire. Then you know you can't walk next to him with, with that with, with that chump talk because that fire burn your tail up like Adam and Eve talking about. Say, we can't come next to y'all no more because uh, the fire burn Yeah, because you sin. Um, hey, Mother, hey, Mother Read that again, Mother, in 22 verse 4 of Adam and Eve. Mother, read that again, 22. Yeah, 22 verse 4. See, okay. no, he can't do nothing like we want done. Because Mother's going to tell you why. In 22 verse 4, the book of Adam and Eve. But you, you get with this guy, you're going to be out there after withstanding, so you know what you got now, you can't get with him. So all let's talk about you. Well, you and him had a, you ain't had nothing with him. Because this man sits in the middle of burning with his garment on, and 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 not only having the garment on, where has he got, hey, Sister Judas, where has he got in, in um, what I want, 1537 of numbers. Where has he got on 37 and 38? Hey, hey Sister Judas. What he got on in Numbers chapter 15, verse 37 and 38? What else he got? Besides sitting in hot fire. Your mighty one called Yahweh the Father. He got woolly hair on his head. And the sons of chip off the old block. So now the pictures you see in your head when you pray, pray. Do that fit anything that the Bible says? Your pastor Joel Osteen will read this verse? No. He ain't going to comment on the will of hell. He's sitting in the, on the throne with fire all around him. And he got a garment on. That means he got a body. If he got woolly hair, that means he got a head. Right? Right. So Adam and Eve told the angels, we can't come near you no more, but we used to, but we don't lost all that. You know why you lost all of that? Read them up, 22, 34. Why, you, why, did, why did Adam and Eve lose all that they had? The village you make the angels tremble, and the angels get almost, they die everywhere. So, mother. Hey, Malik, read me 22, verse 4. What is that? Book of Adam and Eve, chapter 22, verse 4. Then Yahweh said unto Adam, So long as I was keeping my commandments, my law, my life, and my covenant rested on thee. But when thou didst Transgress my law, forest, and literature befall me in, the, in this land. So, most when you don't keep the law, I don't care how much you jump around, skin and grinning, according to that verse, what's really on you from the inside? What's really on you from the inside? A 
call that verse? Yes. Yes. What? And, yes. And what? Father. Ain't that something? So they can they can be, they can do all they wanted, fly past, get turtle wax on their car, wave their hand, all that. But deep inside, they what moment? Yeah. <laughs> That's right, mother. That's right. They would not have an essence spirit on them. So if you ain't got no yaqua on you, you ain't gonna never have no essence spirit on you. Because he's a game changer. Now, when he was sitting in that fire, sitting in the fire now, on the throne, with a garment on, and he had woolly hair. And what if he had that we can read? 15, 37, and 38. What does it say that to the Judas? Numbers chapter 15, verses 37 and 38. Verse 37 reads, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 38, Speak unto the children of Israel, and bid them that they make them fringes in the borders of their garments throughout their generations, and that they put upon the fringe of the borders a so, would you say to the Judas that if the father had that in his book and gave his son, do you think you think the father's a hypocrite? Do you think when you're sitting on that throne with that white garment on all that thigh, do you think he had on what you just got to reading, huh? Yes. What do you think? You think he gonna have a um a uh James uh, uh read that L two verse three. A a a L read James two verse three. You think you think you think when he when he said when when he said when he just got to read it, you think he was James two verse three? Hey, little kid, what is saying James 2, verse 3? Okay, in the book of James. In the book of James, chapter 2, verse number 3. <laughs> we are flipping pages here as we're talking. In the book of James, chapter 2. Looking at verse number three, he says, "And ye, and ye shall respect to him that weareth the great the gay clothing, and say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou here, or sit here under my footstool." What kind? What, what kind? What kind of clothes he said? Uh, what kind of clothes he said they had on? Yeah. Gay clothing. <laughs> that, that, that's that three-piece suit with that tight vest on. <laughs> that's that three-piece suit on with that tight vest on. Uh, they got a three-piece suit on, choking him like 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 you get ready to go to a hand and a tight vest on. That's a gay clothing. So you think the, the, the father was sitting there in gay clothing? No. 
He had him on them old nice, loosely garments on him. And what he had in the bottom of them garments that uh, Judas is going to tell us, fringes. He had a ribbon of blue because he the one gave it the order in the book. The book was completed when he gave it to his son. So he already knew that he know where he's going to put in the Bible tell you to wear royal blue garments, or white garments on feast days, or, or, or killing days when you're reading the Bible and Yahweh's son put his white garment on and, and them fringes. And then he asked me, and I have just 53, he said, why your garment is red? It's because I've been kicking me for feast all butt. I've been trapping them over and whooping them real good, and that and they blood from their head got on my garment. That's how he rolled. And that's when you can read in 63, 1 through 9, which we ain't going to read. So that's how he ended up with red garments. Because red garments and purple garments came out of second book of Adam and Eve, first chapter 20, 12, and 13, and Satan the one put in canoe mind to make some purple garments and red garments. So when they wear purple and red garments, that's come from Satan the devil's mindset. Those past now. Yeah. And they put a purple robe on y'all father's tongue. But that's no never mind, we're gonna go on. Now y'all lying. So we found out that the Almighty was sitting there and fight. So you see so you see now, the way we got our bodies today, we know we we gotta be a change made. So um give me a precept on that young line, brother uh Titus. Give me three, twenty, and twenty-one. Let me tell you something. You can sit in that mirror all yes, day. Philippians chapter three, verse. What I say, twenty and twenty-one. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm through with it now. I've been gone, so I hope you got it. Philippians chapter, but I say three, twenty and twenty-one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But hold on, a young man. Hold on there, hallelujah, Yahweh. So let me tell you something. You can stay in that mirror, and you can keep on letting that better half either way him you up. The blood that you're looking at right now, Adam and Eve will tell you a number of animal blood. And that ain't going to be able to stand around nobody with their eternal body. One way of eternal body is going to have the body that we get ready to uh, I think we can going to read about it or something. The bodies we got now in Philippians chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. So look in the mirror all you want. But that's only good for this world. Now, he go, now, now Paul going to tell the Philippians, northern kingdom, exactly what got to happen that we can read in Philippians 3, 20 and 21. What did it say that young man? What did it say? The book of Philippians, chapter 3, verse 20 and 21. Philippians, chapter 3, verse 20 reads, For our conversation is in heaven, but which also we look for the Savior, Yahweh, Yahweh the Son. Verse 21, Who should change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. He's going to change his vile body and fasten to his glorious body. Now, Brother Micaiah, 
read, read again the ability of a glorious body in 7 verse 9 again. And here goes glorious body. I mean, you, 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 so you must have preached it. You got this already? You got 7 verse 9 already? Brother Makai Israel, 7 verse 9 again. Come on. Picking up at verse number nine. Verse number nine read. I beheld till the thrones were cast down, and the ancient of days did sit, whose garments was white as snow, and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery the fiery flame, and his wheels as burning fire. He said he beheld unto Every rulership was thrown down, see, right? He said he seen when America was thrown down. China was thrown down. Russia was thrown down. The Philippines was thrown down. He said he beheld and seen everything that's in power thrown down. That's the man just said. He said, I'm telling you, when this man is on the throne, every leadership will be thrown down. Then let's precept that young line, Brother Micaiah. Give me 22 verse 4. Then what? Then what? Revelation 22 verse 4. Then what? Read 3 or 4 just to make this get me happy. Revelation, end time prophecy, 22, 3 and 4. What does it say that young line? All right, we're going to the book of End Time Prophecy, book of Revelation, chapter 22, pick it up at verse number 3 and verse number 4. Verse 3 reads, And there shall be no more curse, but the throne of Yahweh, and of, of and the throne of Yahweh the Father, and of the Lamb shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. Verse 4. And they shall see his face, and his name shall be in their forehead. Ain't that something? Did you hear it? So you ain't going to see this man until everything is thrown down, until he don't whoop the bridges off of the curses. Now, everything quiet. Then you're going to see the Father's face. Breath through that fire, because you're going to be able to walk into it because your foul body will beat you. You think you can walk up to a mountain? You think you can go back with a song now? No, they ain't getting that flame of fire thing, no. So you got to have that kind of get to where you got to get to. You remember Adam he told you that? We can't serve them like we want to. We used to No, you sin against them. And that's why you in these old miserable bodies, these cursed bodies now. So you stand in the mirror, watch this old cursed body. Cursed body gonna get you thrown in the bottom of a lake of fire. But your spiritual body, you'll be able to walk past all the ones that got that spiritual body, body change. Because the father and son, they be gonna be sitting in burning hot fire. So how you gonna go next to him now? You can't even stand them up. A mat stem after put out. That's still too hot for you. Don't you make you jump? You take a mask in, blow it out, and just put your hand on it, and it still makes you jump. 
So you see what you got to do? You got to come on, get this thing right. Stop letting, stop letting anybody in your life hold you back from doing this thing here. It's going to cost you big time. No, you're going to lie for time's sake. That's enough of that. Let's go to Daniel chapter 2, verse 30. And I'll get a little bit of that because um, time get away. See, time get away. That's why I tell you, y'all got to come on that Tuesday broadcast and listen to the young lines, throw down on that pair talk. And they be, they be rehearsing the right to Zach on that pair talk at 8 o'clock on Tuesday. Huh? Get in with some questions. Talk with them. Young lines be ready for you. Oh, still be laying back riding shotgun. The males be on there too. Laying back listening to the young lines roar. On the pair talk. Sit your computer up and go on the pair talk and listen to the young lines and, and call in, ask a question. Put them to the test on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock until the question stops. You got it? Good. Now, young lines, Micaiah, and Daniel chapter 2. Come on back and give me Daniel chapter 7, verse 7 and 23. So time will get away. So I got I to get back on this tomorrow. I see now time going to get away. Go back to Daniel chapter 7. You online? Oh, Makai, look at verse 7 and 23. Let's talk about this for a minute. Oh, Makai. Daniel chapter 7, verse 7 and 23. What does it say? All right. Everybody pick that up. Tears where she was. She don't stand by. All right. I like to see what I see. See, when you see what you see, you know one thing. It's going to work. See, if everybody knows what the Bible says your purpose is, then if you do your purpose, y'all got number got nothing but blessings and love for you. And love of Yahweh is keeping the order what he said. You see young lion say, he said, My my better half gonna scatter it from me for a minute. You know what that mother was gonna mean? She really rolled let's hear something. That's my bitch at all. Yahweh, bless you, Sir Israel, C. Warriors. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I got happy already, Daniel chapter 7, verse 7 and 23, what it says. Going to the book of Daniel, chapter 7, reading verse 7 and verse 23. Verse 7 reads After this, I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible. And strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured, it devoured a break in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Verse twenty-three reads: Thus he said, The fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms. And shall devour the whole earth, and shall tread it down, and break it in pieces. He said, "His fourth kingdom 
He said, it's poor kid. You better watch it. He going to stamp the revenue. You, you know when you stamp some out? What, what do you mean when you stamp some out? None but your footprint. If this fourth kingdom is going to be a rough kingdom, it's going to stamp down everything in your thought pattern. You don't have a clue who you are. You're going to think you're out of the American, Negro in color, and Christian. He's going to mm. stamp it out you. Now what the fourth kingdom going to do, Blake? He's going to stamp it out you. You know how somebody can take their feet and just, the only thing you see is, is your, is his footprint on your head? That's what he's going to do. The fourth kingdom going to do that. That's big talk. But, Sister Sarah, what did he, but what, well, what did, uh, since Jane was talking about this, and two, and two verse 30, let's read until we get our point. And Daniel two verse 30, let's read until we get our point now. This fourth kingdom, this the fourth kingdom, this I'll never end. We're going to find out the fourth kingdom by our hill and and second Ezra chapter 11, verse 39, it'll be ready to to hijack them verses in second Ezra 11, 39. We're going to find out something. But listen to this right here. Listen to this right here. Daniel is on the clock. But Daniel can't tell I mean, the angels telling Daniel, they better watch this fourth kingdom. This fourth, so he ain't going past that. So Sarah, two verse thirty is read a little bit. Come on. Going to the book of Daniel, chapter two, verse thirty. Verse thirty reads, "But as for me, the secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living." But for their sake, that shall make known the interpretation to the king, thou mightiest know the thoughts of thy mind. Verse 31. Mm-hmm. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image, this great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before you, and the form thereof was terrible. Verse 32, this image of his was of fine gold, his breast and his arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass. Verse 33, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Verse 34, thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay and break them in and break them to pieces. Verse thirty five. Then there was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold, broken to pieces together, and became like a chaff of the summer threshing floor, and the wind carried them away and no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. Excellent, right there, right there. Excellent. That was excellent. Now, you see, like, now you see how many of how your Christian pastors do you You see, you, you, you hear all this good stuff here? So he could tell you something. The angel could tell Daniel something. And Brother Titus picking up at verse 36, and we keep reading. We keep reading, Brother 
uh, Brother Titus, in 36. So now, now King, the big Kushite, what you call the Ethiopians today, he was a big king, dark-skinned man. You know, he was running things. Jane was in his captivity, Babylonian captivity. He had a dream. Couldn't nobody tell nothing. Couldn't nobody tell him jack. Jane said, I'll tell you what's going on. Let me ask old Yahweh what's going on. He said, look here. I'll tell you what, what, what's on your mind and your dream. He said, King Nebuchadnezzar, you bad mind. But I beheld until that, you, that the kingdom, your top was hit, but at the, at the bottom of them, you, you, if you're not, listen, if you know anything about football, if you take a man's leg out from under him, he's coming down at it. So he took the leg off under this poor kingdom. So when your legs come out from under him, you knock all the toes off your feet, you're coming down. Now, listen to that old Daniel talk this talk in verse 36. Let's read with that young line. Take a deep breath and come on with some bait. 36, we read to get our point. Come on. The book of Daniel this year, chapter 2, verse 36, read. This is a dream, and we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Verse 37. You, O king, are the king of kings, for Yahweh of heaven, that has given you a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. Verse 38. And whensoever the children of man dwell, the beasts of the field, and the fowls of the heaven. Have he given into your hand, and have made you ruler over them all. You are in his hand of gold. Verse 39. And after thee shall arise another kingdom, inferior to you, and another third kingdom, a brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. Verse 40. And the fourth kingdom shall be strong as iron, for as much as iron break it in pieces. And subdue all things as iron that break it. All these shall break in pieces and bruise. Verse 41. And whereas you saw the feet and toes, part of the potter's clay, and part of iron, the kingdom should be divided. But there should be in it of the strip of the iron, or as much as you saw an iron mixed with miry clay. Verse 42, and as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom should be partly strong and partly broken. Verse 43, and whereas you saw iron mixed with miry clay, they should mingle themselves with the seed of man, but they should not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Verse 44, in old days of these kings, shall Yahweh of heaven set up a kingdom which should never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. Hold that point. Hold that point, y'all line. You said now in the days when you see these, this fourth kingdom now, which we see it right now, he said Yahweh will set up a kingdom while that fourth kingdom is going on, he's going to sit up something. He's going to sit up where you got information highway coming somewhere. It will be a place to sit up that would not be destroyed. And it will, it will be not left for other people. 
meaning six nine camps ain't anti anybody. But we know what our mission is. So now when his fourth kingdom is already in place, but what's not in place is what you read right now. But it will be in place. And it will be forever and ever until the return of Yahweh. So ain't nothing going to stop this ministry. That's why we have to learn this ministry, six and on the camp, and give it all you got. Because somebody's supposed to keep this ministry going. Huh? Because it's going to be but it's going to be all the way. 45. Listen good. 45. Daniel chapter 2, verse 45. For as much as you saw that the stone was cut out, the mountain without hand, and that it break in pieces, the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great Yahweh had made known to the king. What shall come to pass hereafter? And the dream is certain. And the interpretation, they're all sure. Yeah. It, it, this is it, y'all. I'll tell you. Now, Sister Judith, give me verse 46 in the closing statement. And Mother E, give me 47 in the closing statement. So you, you, you hear what the man says. Did you hear what the man saying? Now, Sister Judith is getting ready to read verse 46 and give a closing statement. And Mother E, Mother e give them, and, and you read verse 47, close the statement, and tell them, Mother E, they got to hold on. It's up to them. But they got to pack in with the six on the count because we the one got the next. We going to tell you how to remember it was already revealed to the seal. He given to y'all now. How the thing going to be? That's all we got to do is get in order. What is saying verse 46 is Judas, come on. Verse 40, uh, Daniel chapter two. 2, verse 46 reads, The king of Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel and commanded that they should offer oblation. an oblation and sweet odors, odors unto him. You see that? Well, what, 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 what the big cushion that king do? They don't know that don't see your feet. And that's what's going to happen with all these big big terrorists. This is going to happen. But we're going to tell get on up. I'm just a man. All of them dignitaries, WCC, World Council Churches, Latter-day Saints, New York State, out of New York with big Timothy Dolan, all of them going to fall down to fix them on the town feet. It's going to happen. Because the world is with us. It's up to you to take notes. Give me a close that up. Let's do this. Come on. I'm coming from Ecclesiastes. Chapter 3, verses 2 to 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 2 to 8, verse 2 reads, well, chapter 3, verses 1 to 8, verse 1 reads, To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose among the heaven, under the heaven. Verse 2 reads, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted. Verse 3, <laughs> a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. Verse 4 reads, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. 
Where Cyrus, a time to cast away stones, and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from mm-hmm. embracing. Verse 6 reads, a time to get, and a time to lose, a time to keep, and a time to cast away. Verse 7 reads, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak. Verse 8 reads, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. Verse 9 reads, what prophet have he that worketh in that wherein he labored? Hallelujah, Juan. Hallelujah, Juan. Hallelujah, Juan. It's time to be a hearer of this word, and it's time to be a doer of this word. Time run out. This is on the count. You got to get it down for you help them. Hey, Mother E, what is verse 47 saying to close the there, Mother E? The book of Daniel, chapter 2, verse 47. The king answered unto Daniel and said, of a truth, it, it is that your Yahweh is a Yahweh of Yahweh and a Yahweh of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing thou couldest reveal this secret. So you see what he's saying? It's the king of kings. Your king is the man. And 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 soon as later you will hear him tell you, the whole other man is the king. That's the man. Yahweh the Father and Yahweh the Son. If your tail can come out of our mouth, you're going to take it and thrust it down the toilet. Come say to Mother Eve, until tomorrow, six o'clock. You're on the clock, come on. Well, thank you for asking Yahweh for the class. Thanking and praising Yahweh for the teachers. And I'm going to read uh, Daniel chapter 3, verses uh, 16 and 17. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. Verse 17. If it be so, our Yahweh, who we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fire, burning, and will deliver us out of the hand, out of thy hand, O King. And I said to the listen audience to hold on, don't give up. Hold on to the end. Hallelujah. 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 Now, now, Mother Z, you know you heard a whole lot of good stuff. But where do you want to tell this nice noise, Mother Z? Yahweh, you just see right. He ain't coming on tonight, still. Hallelujah. Now, El, we know you hold the 11th chapter. But I gotta put that out to tomorrow. Hey, Elvin Till, give me your closing statement after you read Daniel chapter three, verse number twenty-eight. Daniel chapter three, verse twenty-eight. Elvin Till. 
and a closing statement there, Elder. Okay. Look at the book of Daniels, chapter 3, reading from verse number 28. Verse 28 says, Then I come to Raja, said, Spank, and said, Blessed be the Yahweh of Shadrach, Meshach, and I was able who had sent his medicine spirit and delivered his servants that trusted in him and have changed the king's word and yield their bodies that they might not serve nor worship any Yahweh except their own Yahweh. He said, he said, he said, he said, all of the dignitaries, the king told them, let me tell y'all something. I don't care what kind of big dignitary. He said, this man showed me so much stuff and, and, and got me right. I don't want nobody in captivity to worship any Yahweh but the Yahweh of Daniel. See that? So this is how it's going to happen. That's a big thing. We'll leave it like that. Mr. Till, call the statement to tomorrow, 6 o'clock. You on the clock tomorrow. Chapter 3, verse 29 and verse 30. Daniel chapter 3, verse 29 read. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which you speak, which speak anything amiss against Yahweh of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego should be cut in pieces, and their house should be made a dunghill. Because there's no other Yahweh that can live after this sword. Verse 30. Then the king promoted Shedrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. You see it is? So, 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 so now, you already read, I'll read again at the right, 11 verse 3 of that young line. Brother Titus, read that again. Sirach 11, verse 12. Book of Sirach, this here, chapter 11, verse 12. Sirach 11, verse 12. Again, there is no other that is slow and had need of help, wanted ability, full of poverty, 
yet the eye of Yahweh look upon him for good and set him up from his low estate. So we got some that is below. And we got David the one that's below. So you got to recognize we got an agitator or somebody just low. You know, you get the right spirit. But give me Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 14, 15, and 34. This is what you tell them that are slow, that want to do right, but they just slow. They got too much of starch and wickedness from Satan and devil. What, what do you got to tell them there, young lion, in the closing statement? Second Ezra chapter 14, verse 14, 15, and 34 in the closing statement. What do you say? Go on to the second Ezra, the tier, chapter 14, verse 14 and 15 and 34. Second Ezra, the tier, chapter 14, verse 14, read. Let go from you, more than thought. Cast away the burdens of man. Put off the weak nature. Verse 15. And set aside the thoughts that are most heavy unto you. And hasten ye to flee from these times. Verse 34, read. Therefore, if you speak that you will subdue your own understanding and reform your mind, you should be kept alive, and at the depth, you should obtain mercy. See, you see, you got to do, you got to put all them degrees down. You institutions from all the years, all the universities, put all that stuff down. Everything you have, you learn. From all the big universities, all the big universities, even Moody Bible Institution, you got to take all that garbage and put it inside, put it on the bed, and reform your mind. Then we can get you on the right track. Closing statement, young line, until tomorrow at 6 o'clock on the special edition called Thursday evening. You're on the clock. Come on. All right. I'm going to Second Ezra's. Going to Second Ezra, chapter sixteen, chapter sixteen, verse forty three. Second Ezra, chapter sixteen, verse forty three. He that soweth, as he shall not reap, so also he that planted the vineyard, as he that shall not gather the grapes. Verse fifty two. For yet a little while, and sin should be taken away out of the earth, and righteousness shall reign among you. Hallelujah, Kwa. Hallelujah, Kwa. Hallelujah, Kwa. Hallelujah, Kwa. Hallelujah, Kwa. Now, Brother Makai, give me. The book of Sirach, chapter 12, and we're going to read till we get our point there. And then we're going to precept that back if time permits us in 2nd Ezra 1139. But give me Sirach, chapter 12, figure verse 1, and we'll read till, we'll read till we get our point there. Young lion, come on. Okay. Going over there to the book of Sirach, chapter 12. We'll pick it up at verse number one. The book of Sirach, chapter 12. Pick it up at verse number one, read. 
and you will do good. Know to whom you do. So shall you be thanked for your benefit. Verse 2. Do good to the Yahweh man, and you shall find a recompense. And, and, and if not from him, yet from the Most High Yahweh. Verse 3. There can no good come to him that is always occupied in evil, nor to him that, that giveth no alms. Verse 4. Give to the Yahweh man, and have not a sinner. Verse 5. Do well unto him that is lowly, but give not to the unyakwai. Hold back your bread and give it not unto him. If he overmaster you thereby. For else you shall receive twice as much evil for all the good you have done unto him. Verse 6. For the Most High, Yahweh, hates them, and will repay vengeance unto the un-Yahweh, and keep them against the mighty day of their punishment. Verse 7. Give unto the good, and have not the sin. Verse 8. A friend cannot be known in prosperity, and an enemy cannot be hid in adversity. Verse 9, in the prosperity of a man, enemies will be grief, but in his adversity, even a friend will depart. Verse 10, never trust your enemy, for like as iron rust, so is his wickedness. Verse 11, though he humble himself and go crouching, yet take good heed. And beware of him, and you shall be unto him as if you had wiped a looking glass, and you shall know what his rust hath not been altogether wiped away. Verse 12. Set him not by you, lest when he hath overthrown you, he stand up in your place, neither let him sit at your right hand. Least he seek to take your seat. And you, at the last, remember my word. And he pricked there, therewith. Verse 13. Good, good, good. Now give me a precept at 924. And Malachi 3, verse 4. Or 1, 3, and 4. He said, never trust the enemy. And don't sit the enemy by you. He said, his rust is still there. You can't, and he quits back to 1, verse 15 and 7, 13. You can't straighten out something he made crooked. So never crush your, your enemy. Okay. What nation is he talking about? 924. Uh, uh, Joe, it's a college boy. What are you talking about? Run to the book of Joe. Chapter 9, we'll pick it up at verse number 4. The book of Job. 24. 24. Oh, yeah, 24. 
Yes, sir. The book of Job, chapter 9. And we're going to pick it up at verse number 24. The book of Job, Ishakai's voice, chapter 9, verse 24 reads, The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covered the face of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he? Now, precept there to Malachi chapter 1, 3 and 4. 1, chapter Malachi 1, verse 3 and 4. He covered the face of the judges. Who are the judges? The Father, the Son, the angels, the seraphs, and the children of Israel. He covered all their faces and tell them they look like somebody else. <laughs> who do that? Malachi 1, 3 and 4, the closing statement. All y'all, y'all, I'm lying, I'm through with it. After you deliver the knockout vote and Malachi 1, 3, and 4, I'm through it. You're here to, you're here to see or no more until tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Come on. All right. We're going over to the book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 3, and verse number 4. The book of Malachi, chapter 1, verse 3, and verse number 4, verse 3 reads, And I hated Esau and his five sons and laid his mountains in his heritage waste for the dragon. Of for the dragons of the wilderness. Verse 4. Whereas Esau and his five sons said, We are in progress, but we will return and build the desolate place. Thus says the Yahweh of hope. They shall build, but I will throw down, and they shall call them the border of wickedness, and the people against whom the Yahweh have indignation or ever. Well, it's all yours, y'all. Uh, y'all, I told you, I'm through talking. It's all you now. Put your clothing in there. I'm through it. Right. Okay, thank you, Yahweh, for another blessed day to read his word. Thank you, Yahweh, for another day to be read his word. And thank you, Yahweh, for the opportunity to have me share his word of seed, Roy. They learned his right word, oh, oh Yahweh. Yahweh, also for the elders. The mothers, brothers, the teachers, the sisters, and all the, you know, the camps and all the 12 tribes of Israel for bringing us back to one accord. Thank you, Yahweh, for me having the opportunity, baby, to teach my family the word of Yahweh as well. 